0: All right, everybody. We're talking season four, episode three, brothers. Uh, and this is my first lore episode, so it's out of order. But uh, it's my first taste of lore—not the, the lovely Aaron Mankey uh, podcast, uh, the, but the lore data's brother. And there's also more than one set of brothers in this episode. Uh, two young, so it's like a story and a B story. But start date four four zero eight to five point seven. What year is it now? That's what I put I didn't. I looked into the start dates. look over that later. They're on a two day Liberty uh, on August two, but a practical joke between the two children that are brothers, the two siblings did not work out. and Riker's in the role of Dean of Discipline. Also, they said they had an arcade because that's where the practical joke took place. Uh, And I Googled it. I couldn't—there's so many—I guess it's such a general thing that uh, I couldn't find any deets on the uh, uh, Enterprise D or whatever arcade. But they did play a laser tag, and that's when, like, a brother did something, Fruit of a Cove Palm— your kids parents are on sabbatical so free childcare. if you're on sabbatical you could go on sabbatical as a couple without your kids which sounds pretty sweet two kids uh can you imagine the uh you know you in a healthy relationship the l-o-v-e that would be made on sabbatical uh you might as well go to that planet that's well known for it uh there's a planet's name that i forgot but that's where everybody's single goes i think uh but so both parents are on sabbatical yeah think about it mr potts or mr pitts is the kid's name is maybe they mean miss potts uh from uh beauty and the beast there to run uh sabbatical care and they said did you call his parents they said oh yeah he's totally busted uh they're fully aware of the situation. Data was the one who called the parents. Uh, and they say, You got to lift your brother's spirits. Uh, so the brother, uh, what's his name? Jake. Uh, he's the one who's the tricker, not the tricky. He gets on to go apologize to his brother on the elevator with Data. I mean I'd say he, this kid really needs some time with Troy too both kids uh, which is weird that she wasn't she was in the in in the episode but uh, not in his hands on role I don't know if the betaoids only work best with adults uh, but no we saw that uh, but of course if your parents are on sabbatical without you you're going to act out uh, they're two days away from Starbase to 416. That was also an Eagles song. It wasn't too famous. Uh, two days to Starbase 416 before this episode. Really uh, a deep track of the Eagles. And uh, speaking of the Eagles, there's music and sound effects. As Data has it, it goes into glitch mode. And there's more music where you say Data's glitching. And I think the kid was making a face like, are you glitching or are you listening to me? And then the episode opens and uh, Data shows up on the bridge. I don't think he ever left. They go back so soon. And Data goes right to work at at, at Data's terminal. Still glitching, though. Next thing you know, they're at warp 9.1. They say, why are we at warp 9.1? And then the dwarf's like, are we in a course correction and then they say, set by whom, Riker says. Uh, and Wesley goes, it wasn't me. I swear, swear it wasn't me. Uh, and Picard goes, what's happening? And Riker goes, Data, what's happening? And that's when Wesley says that we're at 9.3. And Geordi goes, this isn't good, Captain. Who's in charge? Uh, you know, we were still realigning the engines. Uh, we should, that's what Geordi says. So we shouldn't be going so fast. Uh, uh, glitch 9.1. And then it's there at 9.3. They're like, Data, WTF, what are you doing? Uh, and then an alert goes out that says, uh, hey, there's uh, uh, stuff on the um, bridge. you got to exit the bridge, all humans, uh, mammals. And they must have the drills because they go, everybody to uh, Turbolift's 2, 3, and 4. Uh, but they don't know Data's glitching, so they leave Data behind. And uh, they just transfer Helm to engineering, Geordi. Uh, Picard says, reassemble in engineering. Data stays behind. And then Data starts hacking the computer right away. Shady hacking, I put. Uh, and they say, can't stop. Four force fields. They say, Data, what are you, What data's up to what? And they can't control, the, the rest of the Enterprise crew can't, can't control the ship. Uh, everything's locked out. And then they say, Data, can you hear me? Uh, data, Lieutenant Commander. Uh, and then Data really starts hacking the ship. He does the Alpha-1 uh, data, computer-recognized data, Lieutenant Commander, Alpha-1 clearance. Uh, and it says, turn off you know, all subspace communication because I'm going to be up to some real shady stuff now. And then we're down in engineering. Everybody says, uh, let's separate the saucer then. We don't know what's going on with data, but we should, if we separate the saucer, we should get control back. And then we'll go back and get the saucer with data and then fix everything. Meanwhile, data's hacking it. It has Picard. He says, uh, recognize Picard, John Luke, Alpha 2 clearance, uh, priority clearance, Alpha 2. Cancel everything. I'm in charge. And no one knows what to do. Uh, oh, dear. That's what they say. J, oh, J-14 Baker. That's something. And they said, is that another Sherlock Holmesian reference? Uh, oh, Riker and Worf are trying to take the Jeffries tubes to sneak in on Data. They say, Jesus, he reinverted the environmental control sequencer. And I say, what? Uh, data's in the big chair. Turns off the site-to-site transporter. Somebody tries to do that, and, uh, and or they try to do that. Data has other plans, and data puts force fields up so nobody can get anywhere. Then we have Beverly talking to the kids about the downsides of April Fool's Day, yeah, the kid that was uh, trick-or-treated, and, and, and she says, take a dra- deep breath and drink the water. And I think this is when Troy's trying to get him to apologize to his brother. And, you know, they're trying to get there, too. Uh, what kind of uh, something can Dr. Crusher. What kind of something can Dr. Crusher. And then rub the kid's hair. Let's see. Let's see what he says. Uh, well, I don't like getting. She says, take a deep breath. Uh, have you been drinking all the water? Yep. And she says, well, it's going to take us a little while to be there, so get your spirit up. Uh, What kind of Gerardine, Grenadine can? Uh, Dr. Crusher rubs hair. So I don't know what that means. Then data cements over ride-sharing, site-to-site. Then he starts, well, he can't go site-to-site, so then he has to walk. So he says... uh, uh, he says, prepare to activate Cascade force field sequence uh, following progression. And they're still trying to, in engineering, they say, we can't get control. We're stuck. Uh, O'Brien says, data's up to something. He's moving. Uh, they can't even use the computers for simple math. They say, you know, computer, what's four plus eight times 50? And the computer says, you can't, I'm not authorized to do math uh, for you. Uh, then data puts in this code: Aspicard one seven three four six seven three two one four seven six uh, Charlie or Chanto three two seven eight nine 7, seven 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 six four three Tango seven three two Victor seven three one one seven eight 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 seven three two four seven six seven eight nine seven six four Uh, Three, seven, six lock. A lot of sevens in there. And then data is en route. Uh, Force fields are being used to keep everybody from catching up with data. Oh, I didn't look this up. I said, how do you know the aft from the port on a starship? I mean, I don't know it on my own body. Uh, Then data reaches the transporter room. And Riker and O'Brien are waiting there. Uh, But Data moves one field out. uh, Data has them force fielded. Uh, They try to bust him, but he says uh, he unlocks the – he has them force fielded and does a site-to-site transport. It goes to a jungle-type planet. Looks like there's a science lab on there. And there's a bunch of Tesla coil stuff uh, in the uh, science lab. Uh, uh, Orgator balls and beakers. Uh, I don't know what that meant. Uh, Maybe origami balls and there's beakers, of course, as there are in all science labs. Plant parts, carvings, uh, and then this holy uh, spiner. This is a a a give-me-a-load-of-spiner episode. So we get a lot of Brent Spiner uh, starting now as an older person in a Yoda-like role. uh, He said, that looks like a familiar figure. It's Brent Spiner, that's why. He puts a screwdriver in Data's mouth, says, let me do some screwdriver around uh, inside your mouth and tune you up. And then Confident... Careful data, something Something about an exosuit, too. Or there was an exosuit in the room somewhere, which I said, that's interesting. Uh, this is confused data. And then he says, holy Yoda. Uh, then he tries to call the Enterprise. He's like, you can't call the uh, Enterprise. Uh, they say, we've got a block, diffu- block diffuser aff- a version or something. Maybe those are things I saw like a diffuser, a black like a diffuser, uh, something that starts with an A, some weird rock, uh, uh something to check encounter cloud. Uh, then he checks data's vision and uh, it places look more like a part, part lab, a part museum, part toy shop. Then Data says, are you, uh, are you, uh, who are you? Were you the one? Uh, also, there's a chalkboard with a theory on it. They didn't investigate that either. They talk about the crystalline crystalline uh, ent- uh, entity. Because he says, are you my father figure? Uh, I thought the crystalline entity took you to uh, another place. Uh, uh, data... Uh, he's, he's totally, he's amazed. He goes, is it real you? Uh, then Geordie finds a clue or not. Uh, uh, because they said, that's what I wrote. Uh, Jordy finds a clue or not. Got me on Breta, But let me see. Cause it's coming up here. What, uh, what I see in the thing. Uh, Dave is amazed. He says, uh, Dr. Noonian Sung uh, I believe, I presume, he goes, no know and it's in its homes. Uh, yeah, Data's trying to, the exosuit's behind Data. Data's trying to call him, checking Data's thing. He goes, there's also, oh, there's a rock spinner. Maybe that was one of the things they couldn't read. Like a rock clock. Oh, He's the one that says, do I look familiar to you? Like you're me with a ton of makeup on. Really good acting, by the way, by Brent Spiner. Yeah, there's a little bit of a museum atmosphere. He goes, this is your lucky day, Data. Uh, he goes, you found uh, your long-lost father. He goes, what do you think about that? Data goes, doesn't that compute? Uh, he goes, I, I always had a way out, Data. Okay, so Jordy says, Captain, there's a, what about the quarantine field and the, the med units, uh, He goes, that's still running. Maybe we could uh, use that for something or use its power. Divert the field energy, he says, uh, to use it to cancel the force field protecting the bridge. And Picard says, well, let's see what we can do. Uh, Then we see the kid, one of the two brothers. uh, He has on a double turtleneck. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Uh, They say, don't raise your arm. Oh, Groucho! That was a joke from Groucho Marx. Uh, the Beverly shares like uh, if you're it bothers me when I raise my arm. And It says don't raise your arm. Uh, General uh, Green best best uh, oh great bedside manner. I think yeah because uh, she says don't something oh don't stand up and and, and it's kind of hard to stand up for the kid is anyway. But yeah, she has a good bedside manner. She needs a dash. They do need a dash of Troy in there, though. And then Worf makes it to the bridge, but he doesn't have Alpha-2 clearance uh, to, to, to do anything. And they say she's sort of really, really off course. Uh, and the security code is like 8,000 numbers. Uh, Jordy was afraid that uh, something like that would happen. Then the sensors are operative, uh. Human, oh, they see that there's a base down there that there's a human, and then they see there's something else flying in a double question mark uh then we go back to data who's rubbing his tummy and patting his head at the same same time, something about old Tom Hardy, not the actor, double question mark uh he's whistling. Uh, then, uh, trimming plants, uh, oh, the doctors or doctors unions, uh, Dr. Sung is, uh, trimming plants. He's still in Yoda mode saying plants to trim. I, I you know, I am, uh, he has a play T-Rex that he sets inside of a physical, uh, uh bones of a T-Rex, uh, He says, why the heck did you join? I thought you were going to be a scientist like me. Why would you join Starfleet? Uh, and Some some lake enterprise. I don't know what that means. Uh, What a choice. What choice. Oh, I love data. He says, uh, so I could use him. uh, What choice of vocation would have pleased you? Met with your approval. And he said, oh, you wanted me to follow in your footsteps, as it were. And then Data says, uh, why'd you create me anyway? You know, uh, uh, what do you think? Uh, let's see. Sung's saying you were quite a celebrity in cybernetic circles. Uh, why Starfleet? Uh, and Data answers, uh, sir, uh, he goes, well, I gave you the ability, uh, to do whatever you wanted. Why would you choose that, uh? Uh, typical patriarch, uh, and they said, well, Starfleet officers were the ones that came and got me. And, uh, Singh says, oh, so you wanted to, uh, with Stockholm syndrome, how disappointing. Uh, but data totally without, uh, he says, yeah, well, would have made you happy, dude. And that's what he says, following my footsteps, uh, become a scientist, uh, get straight A's, uh, you know, make me happy to follow in your footsteps, as the word Data says. And he says, I see nothing wrong with that. And then Data says, Can I ask you a question? What the heck? Uh why'd you create me? Why don't I get any feelings? Uh and Sung says, uh let's see, the old scriptures in the marble quote, uh you know that one. Oh no, yeah. The old sculptures in the marble quote, uh, he goes, why does it, you know why does a painter paint? Why does a dancer dance? Uh, well, because you could see the sculptures in the marble. That's what Michelangelo used to say. I did it because I could. I, you know, my need to try. Why? And then data says, why do humans love all the, the silly old stuff uh, like antiques, uh, Nuvian? I don't know. What that was uh, uh, this old town, this old house type stuff. Uh, Something about a shrine to be cherished why a tie to the past? Uh why that? Uh, uh, mortal sense of continuity uh, that gives life's meaning, you know? And I see Jesus, does it only run backwards or forwards? You know, like procreation and did human to children give humans immortality? Uh, then he gives data face pat and the hone rolls in Oh, Lore, Hone, it looked like Hone, but it's Lore. Roll, r- r- lore rolls in and boots, uh, in boots, at least to me, because it's my first sighting of Lore, and a totally odd outfit, and it's like a family reunion time. And so then, uh, soon starts working on Lore's mouth, uh, and he says, a maniacal android, uh, and then data, we see the Data's kind of like like he says uh, tattling. He's trying to tattle on his brother. He says, you know, Lore's total, uh, totally trouble. Uh, and he was aligned with the crystalline entity, gained its favor, and took you out, Papa. And he said to his data to shush, not to tell on his brother. He gets lore activated. And this is my favorite part of the episode is, uh, Spiner's lore. because lore kind of jumps up, uh, soon kind of says, calm down, buddy. Lore gets this wild smile. He goes, Papa, you're still alive. This is at 28 minutes when he's really shining, really worth watching. Uh, and he even gives a little snarl and a sour face, uh, says, thanks to you, dear brother. Uh, Something. He goes, thanks for nothing. You know, you're no att- uh, attentive, something. Uh, no affirmative. Uh, he goes, I tried to get data back here, not you, but he goes, you must have the hom- same homing signal. I didn't even know you were put together. And Laura says, you know, I'm going to hit the road, I'll leave you with your beloved son. He goes, you know, it's just hanging out in space solo. And then a pi- pack led trade ship picked me up. Uh, Oh, and Data says I have no alternative. At Lore. it was through the Enterprise. And uh, Lord says, "You know that's what he says, "Lord says I'm a third wheel." because "I'm headed out uh, somewhere. I don't know too big uh, is what I put. But that's probably not what he said." And the guy says, uh, "Well, if you got any questions," uh, Lore goes into the dentist. Uh, you look fine. I don't know what that means. Uh, oh, but he says, uh, "Oh, I got to go to the dentist." Uh, and Laura goes, "Your teeth look great." Uh, and then we go back to Enterprise. Worf uh, lays out with deny, detail. Lays out with detail. Uh, he says, "We can't get the code. Uh, can't pretend we're data, so we don't know what to uh, do." Uh, then we get back to Laura, who's in a bad mood. Uh, of course, you know, typical and, uh, let's see, typical, I'm headed to big. Oh, he says, Hey, I'm headed to big farm, Lore. Then I still say, Oh, Lore goes into denial. That's not what goes to the dentist. Uh, you look fine. Uh, the, so that was, I just had to figure that out. But then Lore's annoyed. Uh, wait, 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 you had to do what you had to do. He goes, uh, just because I was malfunctioning, you had to take me apart. Uh, and they said, well, geez, uh, everybody was envious of lore because he was so human. And they said, not everyone. He says, Lore Lord told me that you wanted to replace him with a less perfect android. Is that true, Papa? I'm a less perfect android? And he goes, you two are identical except for... Uh, A little programming, a.k.a. motions. Lore spins the dentist chair around. That's when we see the laser and uh, something wheel. Uh, Laser and something wheel. He he says, am I less perfect than Lore? There's also a Tesla coil that looks like a, a pencil in the background. Uh I'm not less perfect than Laura Data States. Uh Laura says, Why don't you just fix me up uh, instead of uh taking me apart, just give me less emotions or something. And at some point Laura sits down and sulks uh He sits down on a stock or something and sulks uh uh But I look at Laura's nuances entangled I am not less perfect than Lore. I am not less perfect than Lore. And he says, both of you sit down. And Soong says that. He's, he says, come on, let's work this out. Laura's was kind of wearing moving blankets, the more I look at him. He sits on a stool that must, and, and sulks. Uh, and Soong says, geez, I really w- wish I were programmed you both correctly. Uh, he goes, you, you, Laura, you were, uh, you, you were beyond nuance. Your emotions were, uh, too complex, but they turned and twisted, became entangled with ambition. And he goes, I didn't know you were sitting out there waiting for me. And he goes, I didn't know I could bring you back. It was, you know, a mistake, simple mistake. Uh, and he goes, I knew data worked, uh, And he goes, right now I have an emotion chip. uh, And uh, birds' house. Oh, there's also a birdhouse over Data's shoulder. And the doctor's going to build a little birdhouse in his soul, not to put too fine a pine on it. But he has this emotion thing simple emotions, nothing too complex. Something taming light, Lorcon, 3450. Oh, this is good stuff. He says, uh, something, Lord can relate to feelings. Uh, Lord can relate to, to data who says to his brother, feelings can do funny things. Uh, you might even uh, learn to understand, uh, your brother. Uh, I forgive you. I'm happy for you. And data says, I question your sincerity. And, uh, of course, uh, Papa's got to get involved because you might be more trusting of your brother, uh, uh, if you, uh, had some feelings, uh, right to be bitter. Uh, somebody says, if only there was time for you, Lore. uh, you'll learn to be more trusting, Data. Your brother had good reason to be bitter. Uh, well, that's what Sung says, uh, and Data still wants to go by the book, uh, he says, yeah, "You know, Lord didn't get the chance you and I had uh, to to get to make all his choices, but now he understands why I did it. If only there was more time." He goes, "With simple, he goes, this is a simple procedure, but uh, I got to take a nap." Uh, uh, so I tried for a smarmy smile, something. So tired. Uh, Lord gives a smarmy smile. I think. Uh, let me see. I'm watching it here. As Papa goes to bed. And, you know, see, here we go. Yeah, Laura's Ro- up to something. He says, oh, don't worry, dear brother. Uh, there's episode 8. Then we're back. Riker's in some sort of recall loop with Jordy and Worf. Where they can pretend they're data and transport out. Uh, Dad's working on giving data the emo chip. Uh. And uh, Data wakes up and he sings this song. Uh, He's, like, laughing. He's beside himself. The sons of the prophet are valiant and bold and quite unaccustomed to fear. But of all the most reckless or so I am told was uh, Abdul Abul Amir and Data's really over the top. He goes, uh, I love that tune. Uh, thank you, Father. Uh, he goes, uh, Father. He goes, What would I prove you call you? Often wrong? He goes, uh, How'd you learn about often wrong? Lord, tell you about that? He goes, That's what the called you. Often wrong soon. Often wrong soon. He goes, It doesn't rhyme way I'd like it to be. And Soong says, you're you're you're, you're uh, acting weird. Then Data says, Soong has a bad heart. He can't tell his boys apart. And we realize, oh, no, it's Lore. And he says, well, 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 well. And Lore starts strutting around, and then Soong says, where's Data? Uh, and he says he has his chapsticks on drum, uh, Sickles, nice try. Well, he picks up a drumstick uh, and starts walking around, or a chopstick. He gets some chopsticks, uh, and he goes, uh, I don't know what you're doing, uh, but I'm doing something. Or no, that's what he says about the chip. He goes, how are you feeling? He goes, I don't know, but uh, it's doing something. And he goes, it's definitely over the top, whatever it is. And then Laura says, I get hit the road. He opens up his thumb. He has a transporter button right on his thumb. After he gives his father a head start to the big farm. Uh, then we see Worf, uh, Riker, and Geordi arrive at the station. And they come in. They find Uh Soong. Uh, Seems like he's in uh, Soong City. That's what I put. I don't know what that means. Uh, Wharf picks up Data, cradles him, right? Data was in the back sleeping. Riker's like, WTF Data? What in the heck is going on? And Data goes, uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Did something happen? He goes, yeah, you totally messed up everything. And Data goes, I don't recall that. Uh, and Dr. soon is about to go out. He goes, you know, activate memory chip 45517. And he says, I couldn't tell you apart, so I gave the chip to, uh... And then Riker says, damn it, Data. And then they say, lore? And then Data gives too much exposition. He goes, we gotta go, man. Uh, oh, then he says, check your third nested memory file. 5155, uh... He goes, uh, sorry, I didn't know, uh... And they go, Data, we got to roll. Because oh, Data, Data says, sorry, I didn't know I messed everything up. Uh, he goes, I got to say goodbye to the Dr. Sung before he goes to the big farm. I was unaware of causing an inconvenience. And uh, so Data says goodbye uh, alone with a WTF look. Uh, says, everybody's got to go to the big farm at some point, Data. Eventually, well, almost everybody. And Data says, well, do you believe we're in like in some way, sir? Because then you'll, you know, live on through me in many ways, he says. And uh, he goes, and it's okay uh, for you to go to the Big Farm because I'll be here uh, living, L-I-V-I-N. And then soon touches Data's face uh, like a papa. And he goes, I can't grieve for you, by the way. Not in my systems. Uh, maybe in that chip the Lord took. Uh. And he goes, You will in your own way. Data says, Goodbye, Father. Uh, then uh, he says, Goodbye, Data. And that's it. Data gives a WTF look. Uh, data says, Goodbye, Father. Second, Where's the WTF look? I'm waiting for that. Maybe I missed it. Uh, then we're back, you know, captain's log, Picard and Crusher uh, talk and the boys are playing, uh, they're playing dino run around where one of them runs around, uh, and they say, you know what happens with brothers? Brothers forgive. Uh, yeah, that's how it works out. Uh, and they played, and then the, after she says that there's a close up of data's face, uh, like, dun-dun-dun, I've never played robot or uh, dino Run Around with my brother. And it was gifts from Data, I didn't realize that until just now. So he must have taken them from his dad's place, They're dino toys that were his dad's. And yeah, there you go, it's a big zoom into Data. Brothers forgive, bum-bum-bum. And then to run through some facts, there's I'm an outer jug band uh, song, Brothers. Uh, It goes, how much alike are we? Perhaps we're long-lost brothers. We even think the same. You know, there may be others. We can always use a friend. This family keeps on growing. This family doesn't have to end. Brothers, brothers. Uh, So many things to learn, but we'll enjoy each lesson. Problems don't worry us when half the fun is guessing. Live a lifetime of surprise. We'll all become musicians and leave wonder in their eyes. Uh, brothers, brothers. Uh, so that is from Emmett Otter's Jug Band, Christmas uh, Song Brothers. Uh, there's an article by Chris Higgins from December tw- September twentieth, 2015, from Mental Floss, uh, How Start Stardates Work? And we hear a lot. Uh, uh, Captain Picard's birthday, by the way, is uh, 47457.1. Uh, the weird thing is that that is either the equivalent of June 16th, or November 4th, or January 8th, or January 10th, uh, depending on how you count. In the original, it says, according to this article, they weren't real. uh they were basically winging it, they pitching any combination of four numbers plus a percentage point uh, to use it as a star data, and they weren't thought up very well. But then they were too deep, uh, so uh, they—you know—it they, was a moving train, you know, laying down the things. Uh, and they said, "Oh, you know, velocity and time travel," uh, that, that. But in next generation, things were more consistent. Uh, the showrunners have devised a sensible formula with a reasonable level of continuity. It's a five-digit number followed by a decimal point and one more digit. Uh, the first two digits are always 41, and the 4 stands for the 24th century, and the 1 indicates the first season. Uh, the additional three leading digits will progress unevenly during the course of the season uh, from 000 to 999. Kind of like a day counter. Oh, no, the digit following the decimal point is a day counter. Uh, It's interesting, though, the season is uh, a 1,000 days. Uh, It's a good thing they were on a continuing mission rather than a five-year one. And Deep Space Nine and Voyager continued using it, uh, and movie Star Trek Nemesis also used it. And sometimes they goof. Like when Tasha Yar went to uh, the big farm, it was forty-one six zero one point three. But in an earlier episode, uh, she was around at forty-one nine ninety seven point seven. Yeah, by ninety-two, the rules were ironclad: uh, five-digit number, decimal point, and one more digit. The uh, first two digits of start date are forty-six. So four stands for twenty-fourth century, 6, the sixth season, and the following three digits will progress con- consecu- consecutively during the course of the season, and the digit is accounts uh, tenths of a day. Uh, so uh, point four would be the noon hour. Uh, so uh, you have a little bit more about it. Uh, and I think J.J. Abrams even used it, but uh, that's that's a deep enough dive. Uh, what about the game laser tag? They played in the future, and they played it in the past, even in the long past of my life. Uh, it's been a while since I played it, but it can be fun to play when you're. Uh, it started in the '70s uh, for practice uh, using lasers, lasers, and uh, infrared lights. Uh, They were first used as Star Trek uh, merch in 1979, and then in 82, George Carter III had an arena-based system for scoring a a game, Uh, and that was the Photon Center in Dallas, Texas, opened on March 28, 1984. Uh, and then in 86 was when the first photon toys and, and laser tag toys hit from two competing companies. Laser tag, also made, uh, was from worlds of wonder that made a Teddy Ruxpin. Uh, and they only stayed in business until 88. And then photon went out of business in 89 as the fad of the games wore off, but there's still at arcades and stuff, places you can play, uh, uh, laser tag indoors and outdoors. Uh, it could be a fun game, like it's like hide and seek, uh, but you don't have to tag the people. So it's yeah, late tagging with lasers. Uh, now, how about force fields? Uh, this is over at Memory Alpha Wiki, it's an energy barrier uh, with applications and varying degrees of strength. Uh, they'd been used in me- for in use for many years, but Star Trek and uh, Starfleet didn't start it until twenty one forty seven. Is a stable EM barrier. Malcolm Reed said in twenty one fifty two, they ha- still hadn't found a method for controlling the particle density, uh, but they you use it sometimes on uh, Star Trek Enterprise. By twenty fourth century, they were commonplace and rated by intensity from one to ten. The level ten was the strongest. Uh, you know, it could protect you from most uh, almost everything. Like, uh, pretty, you know, even creating, that's how they create the holograms, I guess. Uh, or even protect breaches in the halls. Yeah, the effect of a force field on surroundings varies greatly. Uh, you know, contact could not always feel so great, uh, but most weren't too much trouble. Uh, if it was active, uh, a, a object or a transporter beam couldn't pass through it, though not always the case, uh, a Borg—they couldn't slow the Borg down. Uh, let's see. Uh, Borg, but a Borg drone uh, could be cut off from the collective uh, by a level ten shield. Uh, they could be activated from various locations. on Char's ships, there was emitter points at every junction along every corridor, and they could run a cascade thing like Data ran uh let's see they could uh scan a series of force field activations based on movement uh and you don't want to get stuck in the middle of one but it wouldn't be the end of the world it'd just uh not be great uh uh so there's a little bit about it and nothing too much about the tech uh, you know there's containment fields uh structural fields i guess there's a lot more about it but uh it's just kind of a brief overview, uh, about force fields. Uh, how about our friend Brent Spiner who really, uh, did a wonderful job, uh, born in, uh, February 2nd, 49, uh, it was in the four subsequent films, won the Swiss Saturn award for best actor, uh, for his patrol, for, uh, data and, uh, first contact, uh, also was in, uh, in the same category for his role in Independence Day. Uh, he was born in Houston, Texas. Uh, uh, went to Bel Air High, University of Houston. Uh, started in uh, Off-Broadway in the 70s uh, and in Broadway. Three Musketeers, Sunday in the Park with George, Stardust Memories, uh, he was in a sh- the sh- second season episode of uh, the Paper Chase, the TV show. Uh, he was also on Night Court as Bob Wheeler, patriarch of a rural family. Uh, he was in a revival of Twilight Zone, Mama's Family, Rent Control, Cheers. Uh, in '87, he started his 15-year run portraying Lieutenant Commander Data. Uh, he appeared in all of the series, about uh, one 178 episodes. Uh, he wasn't in Family. He reprised his role in uh, spinoff films: Generations, First Contact, Insurrection, Nemesis. Uh, although Build is the final T- Star Trek movie for the TNG cast, uh, it's possible he could return. Uh he likes uh Childlike Innocence, uh that uh let's see, edition of films, uh he's voiced in video games. In ninety-one, uh Spiner recorded an album of nineteen forties pop uh standards called Old Yellow Eyes Is Back. Uh uh, and returned. To, he also returned to Broadway in 97, playing John Adams in uh, 1776, uh, nominated for a Tony Award. He's appeared on tons of series, TV series, movies, uh, uh, including introducing Dorothy Dandridge. Uh, let's see. He also, uh 2004, returned to play uh, Dr. Sung. Uh, oh, Arik uh, uh ancestor of Data's creator, Noonien Soon, uh in a three-episode arc of uh, Enterprise. Uh, he, uh, let's see. A guest star on Friends. Uh, it was on a TV show, a short-lived TV show called Threshold. Uh, it was uh, in the 10th season of Frasier. So he, he really, I mean, has a wide career, uh, beloved, beloved, and wonderful actor. I mean, that's really only, show really relied on him to pull that off. And then Groucho Marx, uh, who lived from October 1890 to 1977, uh, made 13 feature films with the siblings and Mark Brothers. He was the third, uh, thir- third uh, in the birth order. Uh, he was also on "You Bet Your Life." Uh, he had a, you know, his brought his uh, distinctive appearance from vaudeville with his eyebrows, his mustache, his cigar, and his glasses. Uh he's born in Manhattan uh, above a butcher shop at Lexington Third. And let's see, what else? Uh, uh, let's see. We tried to enter entry level office work. Um, uh, let's see when they started. Uh, Marx claimed that he was hopelessly average as a vaudevillian, but this was typical of Marx, wisecracking in its true form. Uh, by 1907, many Marx had assembled their sons into an undistinguished vaudeville singing troupe known as the Four Nightingales. And. Uh, Julius and Milton, aka Gummo, and Arthur, uh, and uh, Lou, uh, they didn't they didn't do good, and they uh, then they started ju- just joking on stage, and it turned out they were funnier, better singers, better jokers than singers. Uh, Groucho made twenty six movies, thirteen of those with his brothers Chico and Harpo. He was a wisecracking hustler with his uh, distinctive chicken-walking lope, uh, his mustache, and all those things. Uh, the first movie was in 1921, never released, a silent film. Uh, they made uh, bro- their Broadway hits, uh, Coconuts and Animal Crackers, in the movies. Those were originally Broadway shows. Also, Monkey Business, uh, Horse Feathers, Duck Soup, and A Night at the Opera. Uh, Mark was also a radio comedian and show host. Uh, a short-lived series of Flywheel Five, Fly, Flywheel Shyster, and Fly, Flywheel, uh, co-starring his brother Chico. Uh, those were, were all lost, so all the scripts and uh, recordings. Uh, but one is in the uh, Library of Congress. Started the "You Bet Your Life" in on, uh, 1947 on radio. Uh, then it be moved to TV in 1950. Filmed before a live studio audience. Uh, he also did a gr- lot of well-known songs, just from movies and shows. Uh, and uh, you know, just uh, just uh, because it had come up in the episode, uh, he was friends with rock star Alice Cooper and Dick Cavett. Uh, also Elton John, uh, but he insists on calling him John Elton. Uh, so it's just a little bit about Groucho Marx. I thought it was interesting. And then finally, Nuvian came up, which is a race of humanoids with 12 fingers on each hand. And, uh, oh, they were, uh, registered masseuses on Risa, uh, which would be good. You get a massage from someone with 24 fingers would work, uh, pretty well. Uh, so that's it. Uh, just imagine getting a tw- 24 finger massage, uh as you drift off uh, uh, to dreamland. Good night. I want to thank our latest uh, patrons, Grant, Constance, and Pamela. Thanks, 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 and good night. Uh, Carrie, Megan, and E. Thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Rebecca, Emma, and Kate. Thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Laura, Amy, and Kevin. Thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Rachel, AJ, and Super Double, thank you, thanks, thanks and good night. Annie, uh, Greg and Jennifer, thank you, thanks, thanks and good night. Uh, Debbie, Shira and Elizabeth, thank you, thanks and good night. Jar TV, Jared and Caleb, thank you, thanks, thanks and good night. Uh, Brett, Katiana, and Brendan, thank you, thanks, thanks and good night. Uh, Melisandra. Uh, Shibbon and Kation, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Constance, uh, Sawyer, and Alistair, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Heather, Christine, and Mary, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Buddy, Christina, and Mallory, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Stierzorn, uh, Salen, and Shannon, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Kenneth, uh, loosenock uh, and Tammy, thank you thanks good night. Greg, Linda and Hannah, thank you thanks and good night. Uh, Nathan, Jennifer, and Anne, thanks thanks good night. Hannah, Kathleen and Mark, thank you thanks thanks good night. Uh, Helene, Sam, and Hannah. thanks thanks good night. Uh, Gal, Kelly, and Audrey, thanks thanks good night. Nessie, Bertha, and Cassandra, thanks thanks good night. Uh, Katrina, Andrew, and Megan, thanks, thanks, and good night. Kelly, Gale, and the Lane family, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Eleanor, Sally, and Walter, thanks, 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 and good night. Uh, Lindsay P, Lindsay P, and Donald, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Alice, Grace, and Kim, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Thalia, Benjamin, and Heidi, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Carly, Sab, and Shane, thanks, thanks, good night. Julie, Steve, and Aaron, thanks, thanks, good night. Blair, Allison, and Jade, thanks, thanks, good night. Lauren, Emily, and Michael, thanks, thanks, good night. Nicole W., uh, Nicole K., and Valerie, thank you, thanks, thanks, good night. Ellen, Kelly, and Evan, thanks, thanks, good night. Jason, Lorraine, and Mary uh, E., thanks, thanks, good night. Rebecca, Katie, and Fiona, thanks, thanks, and night. Amy, Tony, and Beth, uh, thanks, thanks, and night. And uh, Jennifer, Tanya, and Nunn, Uh thank you, thanks, 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 uh, good night. Uh, thanks, everybody, for supporting the show on Patreon. If you want to do so, you can go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron. Sleep with me is a proud member of Night Vale Presents and PRX. You can check out all the amazing shows over at nightvalepresents.com or PRX.org. Thanks, thanks, and goodnight.